Welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. Everyone's favoritest, red-headedest boy. Yes. And boy. not always a boy, sometimes a man. And you found those I comments where sometimes, sometimes he's a, a girl. Woman. Yeah, there. because they have had those switcheroos before. Yeah, at least twice, maybe three times, probably. Probably, I know of two times. I'm gonna yeah. guess there's more than two. Yeah, exactly. It's like Based when you see Archie. mice in your house, and it's like if it's <laughs> you see two, that means you have twenty. Like. That's if what you see two, that means is. get a cat. <laughs> there you go. The perfect solution. Ezra we and I have, have preemptively solved this. Yes, exactly. We didn't have mice, but now we do have a cat. So we won't have mice for sure. Mm-hmm. Unless you have actually... one of those lazy cats. What's that? Unless you have one of those lazy cats. Mm-hmm. No, he's or very... Or those cats that, like, befriends mice, like in Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's incredibly active and uh, vicious. I'm covered in scars and cuts um, from just like beatings. He's given oh me God. like all over. Um, As for showing me his arms, his chest, <laughs> yeah. his face. There's a there's boy right across his throat. This is this is a shiner he gave me yesterday. Oh man, it's a big old bruise cut thing. Uh, when we were trying to give him ear medicine. So oh, that was yeah, on no, me. Oh yeah, no cats don't like medicine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's for sure. Yeah, but yeah, we're not here to talk about my lovely cat. Who... No, wait, this isn't our cat cast. No, that's our side uh, show. Our, uh, our cat, cat podcast AV about Club. about Archie the Flophouse cat. <laughs> yes, we just yeah. have a fan cast about him. That's yeah. also called. Riverdale High AV Club. You can Our branding is real fucked up. Web. It's yeah. not. Those it's ones not are, good branding. Yeah, yeah. We made those ones deliberately hard to find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're but, on our uh, Patreon that we don't have. <laughs> exactly, our dark web Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need All to right. know the password to even find it. No, I actually have. Speaking of mysterious websites, yeah, please on Archie investigates. Mm. issue for us today. All right, let's do it. Now, Archie Investigates, uh, remind me what I'm in for. Yes, so Archie Investigates is one of the many comic issues where one of the gang just decides to solve a a mystery. (laughs) As they just kind of take upon themselves (sighs) frequently. Now, frequently, I think the most common Archie Investigates protagonists are going to be Betty. Right. And who's got a whole, like, Inspector Cooper thing that she does in that art style that we don't like very much. Yeah, those are Um, pretty good stories, though, I'll say. Yeah, and Jughead, also. Which we really see shining through in the Riverdale series. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, definitely, yeah. But in this case, our lead is actually Archie himself. Wow, alright. We don't see a lot of that. No, pretty uncommon, honestly, to see him. Yeah. He's usually the, like, buffoon. Right. Unless it's in one of those weird parallel universe stories where it's like, oh, what was it? Explorers of the Unknown or oh, something yeah. like? Oh, yeah. Then he's not Archie. He's, what, Red? Is that his name? I think that was Red, yeah. But, right, yeah. that's fair. But, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so, so Archie's now the this is from Literally, Archie, Archie investigates. Yes. This episode is from... Archie and Friends, number 106, if you'd like to read it yourself, and it is called The Monster Museum. Ooh, I like this. I'm ready. Spooky, spooky time. So, Archie is chilling with Chuck, Mm -hmm. uh, who, we love comic Chuck. Yes. Not terrible Riverdale Chuck. No, he's a monster. And he is like, uh, I don't know what to draw. He, I don't. I don't have any inspiration for cartoons to draw. And at this point, sure. I'm like, is he a professional cartoon artist? Like, I don't understand. Are you just like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, Why you, yeah, what are you looking so, for? So, yeah. Just draw. <laughs> he has nothing to draw. Um, And okay. he, he's like just venting to Archie about it. And Archie's not helping. 
Sure. And he says, Chuck says he he's got a monster of a headache. And Archie's <laughs> like, that's it! Of that's course. the solution! And Chuck's like, I don't understand how my monster headache is the solution. And Archie's like, no! Monsters! Everyone uh-huh. loves monsters! Uh-huh. They're a classic! Okay. And um, sure, then he suggests that. that they go to the new monster museum that just opened. Why not? Yeah, Riverdale's got everything. And Chuck, of course, is like, isn't it a bit late to go to a museum? And she's like, no, that's one museum that's open at night. What the fuck? And of course, this is timed with them, like, pulling up in front of the museum, and it's like a half moon uh. in the sky, it's dark out, and it looks like a creepy old house <laughs> up on a hill, like you know, this... with, like, the trees around it. Yeah, yeah. There are wolf howls in the distance. Yeah. Owl hoots and in the branches like, of the tree. Oh yeah, they've got uh they've got objects that belong to famous movie monsters and also okay. real monster stuff from Transylvania. Real monster stuff from real Transylvania. Real monster stuff. Okay. I'm interested to know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's uh, go. but when they approach the museum, it's roped off with police line. Whoa, what? what? Police officer's there and he's telling onlookers to stay back. Whoa. There's been a crime. Uh, the owner of the museum, though, pops his head out and says to the police, I recognize this young fellow. What? <laughs> he may even be able to help with the robbery. What the fuck? <laughs> Which is an exact quote, because doesn't that sound like he's going to help perform a robbery? Honestly, right? Just hire um, him to re-rob the place. No, apparently Archie knows this museum owner so well that upon sight... Hell? During a criminal investigation, <laughs> he's like, no, stop! Let this teen boy in with his friend I've never met. And that's enough for the t- the cops to then be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, and the cops are just like, oh. <laughs> what um, he says goes, I guess. I, the one cop, I guess, who's just standing there with, like, caution tape, like, go back. <laughs> um, also, the owner is definitely a Peter Lorre type. Oh, sure. If you know that reference. Maybe. Um, for our listeners who aren't familiar, or for you, I don't know. He's the black and white film star who's like the creepy guy. Okay. And he was often caricaturized in Bugs Bunny cartoons, which is how I know him. Oh. And he's okay. the guy that's like, mm, yes. He has. Yes, of course. He's, he's got, got like, like heavily castle. lidded eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Bugs Bunny like floats into his house or whatever. Yeah. So he's yeah, like, okay. creepy old timey movie guy. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um. But that's definitely what this character is emulating. Mm-hmm. I, I would put money on it. Okay. And so gotcha. he um nice. he is named Myron, of course. Mm-hmm. And he um he tells Archie introduces Chuck to him, and then Myron is like, "Oh yes, I was clobbered from behind, and a famous painting was stolen." Okay. Um, and he says there was a creepy guy hanging around who he suspects is the culprit. Interesting. And then okay. he goes on to show the them case. the, the museum's the yes, the museum's most valuable artifacts. <laughs> the most valuable is um a bat in a glass cage, huh? and they're like, "What's so valuable about a stuffed bat?" And he says, "Yeah, when there's a full moon, the what? case becomes empty." What? Yeah. What the fuck? And they're like, what? The bat disappears? And he's like, yes. And it reappears when the full moon is over. What the fuck? Yeah. That is so strange. And then the other... disappearing um, bat jar. (laughs) The other artifact he shows them. It's useless 29 days a month. (laughs) Why would you even want this? (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Nice. So what the else? other artifact he shows them is the twin arms from Dorfheim Castle. Now this twin is arms. two buff arms, like human <laughs> arms coming out of the wall. Weirdly, okay. they appear to be the same arm, like they're both right arms Weird. or something. That's they're strange. both sort of oriented the same way. Mm-hmm. Um and one of them is holding a lit torch. And okay. apparently, every hour, they relieve each other by exchanging the torch. Whoa. And then we see one arm handing the torch to the other arm. 
like, then holds it up. And I Very guess we're strange. just, I don't know, based on Chuck and Archie's wowed reactions, this is a supernatural phenomena and not yeah. like a weird robot arm. So, but okay. They were like that's wowed really by weird, it. weird though. But they weren't as wowed as they should be if that's yeah. real. Yeah. Because Chuck was like, wow, how about that? It's his exact quote. Maybe that does is the reaction of someone who sees some robot arms handing a torch to yeah, each other. Yeah, maybe it's a robot. Hmm. So then maybe we cut to robot. the next day, mm-hmm. and Chuck is in his room drawing. I guess he's got something to draw about now. I don't know. They went to and Nancy shows day. up. Yeah. Okay. And she is in she full Morticia outfit. What Morticia the? Adams. What? Um, she is in that, like, slinky black dress with the, like, spidery <laughs> yeah. sleeves, you know, and, like, the sort of open neckline. Yeah, yeah. Her hair's, like, all slinked, slinked back. Wow. And, uh, Chuck is like, what's with the weird outfit? <laughs> and she says, and I'm gonna quote this directly. Okay. You've been neglecting me of late, so in looking for something to do, I've joined a goth group. Okay. Uh huh. So that's what goth means. You huh? just log on to Meetup and you're like goths. Yeah. And goth then they're group. like, join our goth group. We, we go all to just the dress morgue like the every Adam's Friday. Characters, Adam's family characters, uh-huh. and go to the bar. Yeah. We have a cousin it guy who's great. Yep. So Nancy is a goth now. Okay. Um, love it. Which is love it. You always love to see Archie's take on goth. <laughs> Honestly, though, right. There yep. was that time they did the punk Junkhead. Yeah, it's not a great, not a great time. Very interesting. Yeah. Um. So right. Chuck is like this is a an what? Archie investigation, right? Group? Yeah, yeah. This is Archie. But remember, there was a crime. Right. Right. They stole I just feel a the painting. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah. So Chuck is like, "What?" And then he's like, "I know. Now that you're goth, we can go to this monster museum. You'll fit right in." Goths love monsters, I guess. Is is that a characteristic of goth? Yeah. I'll go ask my girlfriend, I guess. They go to the monster museum, and we see Chuck got his arm around Nancy in her Morticia outfit, (laughs) and he's like, Myron, I'd like you to meet my goth girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to start introducing my girlfriend like that. I know. I also, I need to, I know she's my wife now, but I also have a goth gf yeah <laughs> um yeah exactly yeah so okay, fantastic so then myron's response is welcome wonderful the goths are always welcome here <laughs> which like finally a sanctuary thank you but, i know yeah. like how long have the goths been persecuted mm-hmm. unfairly Ostracized. cast out of monster museums across the nation it's a travesty I finally mean, the number one pandemic that this nation faces. Yes. So he's like, love the Gus, I gotta go. Show your friend around, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which I also thought it was weird that Chuck was like, this is my girlfriend, and he's like, have fun with your friend. <laughs> um, I don't believe in girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they distract from the others. The what does monsters. That <laughs> <laughs> Only monsters in my life. <laughs> How I love them. My, my buff arms change monsters. torches. <laughs> Look at my back. They hold it's me gone at night. <laughs> yeah, he sleeps like parallel to the ground, <laughs> yeah. like held to the wall by the arms, yep. wrapped in a blanket. Aw, yeah. how cozy. Uh, yeah, it sounds nice, honestly. So, yeah. he yeah, he immediately excuses himself. He's like, show your girlfriend around. Or, mm-hmm. no, show your friend around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're looking around at various artifacts, including mm-hmm. the forearmed sweater from the movie Teen Terror. Okay. No other context than that. Cool. Um, and well, Nancy, Nancy the goth, is like, oh, it's so scary in here, Chuck, hold me. Jesus Christ. She's like, what, it's a sweater, what's Nancy. It's so scary, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's, oh no, that bat's not there on the full moon. They could have done that for anything. Anyone can <laughs> it just could do be a that. dog sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. 
Yep. So there they're looking is. around. Nancy's all scared. And then somebody oh, screams. Oh, Jesus. And they're like, what's happened? And they run into the other room. Okay. And Myron's like on the floor all woozy. And he's like, someone's stolen my bat. My disappearing bat. Wait, I thought it already got stolen. No, that was, he was like, thank God they didn't steal my oh, bat. I see. I the most prized possession. I see. I they see. stole some painting. Oh, right, right. I'm okay. pretty sure so he calls, like, half going. the things here his prized possession. Yeah, it, yeah, I've got a real sense of that he just likes a lot of his stuff. <laughs> yeah, just, just a lot. fair. That's, I mean, yeah, um, just own it, guy. So, Chuck looks out the window, and the shady guy he said he saw mm-hmm. last time is running away. He's got on, like, a trench coat and, like, a fedora pulled down. It's Dick Tracy. Uh-huh. Get him. Um, and he's like, we should call the cops, and Myron's like... No, they won't do anything, and they'll scare away all of my customers. <laughs> Jesus, all right. She's like, okay. Weird energy. So now we're going to cut again to the next day. Okay. The multi-day arc. And um, Archie, just, Chuck, okay. and Jughead are all sitting at pops discussing the crime. I think mm-hmm. Archie rolls in, and he's like, hey, did you guys hear about the robbery? And Chuck's like, I was there. Look, I made a sketch of the suspect. And he has a remarkably detailed sketch of a person's face. Wow. That I don't know how he saw from, like, peering out the window if somebody was across the lawn. And they're back while they're running away, presumably. Yeah. Like, so, he's, got he's just eyes. super Chuck. And, okay. um, and then Archie's like, well, Hot Dog is a volunteer <laughs> member of the Canine Corps. What? <laughs> Which... Okay. Sure. Apparently, hot dog's a police dog on the side. Um, Didn't know that little tidbit. Cool. And he's like, he's solved so many crimes around town. Let's take him to the museum. <laughs> and and sure. Jughead's like, well, sure, he's I guess we could do so that. so many crimes around town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this dog. You know hot dog. Hot dog. Oh, he Always is ex- solving crimes. <laughs> Uh-huh. What he's known for, really. What a work of art. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they go get hot dog. So, yeah, they go get hot dog. They go to the museum. Mm-hmm. They're arriving there with hot dog just as Nancy arrives with all of her new goth friends. Now, the, oh, um, what now do they she, look like, please? She is in her same Morticia look, uh-huh. and her fr- three friends she brought appear to all be wearing black trench coats. I mean, that's not too far. One of them has a black hat on, and the other two have, like, bad black hair. <laughs> sort of, like, pasted on their heads. I don't know. <laughs> okay, There's not a lot of effort got into this character design. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Nancy's like, wow, this I've never seen this place so crowded. And the guys go in with Hot Dog, and Myron is completely enraged oh, that wow. they dare bring a dog into his museum. Wow. Hits right. Hot Dog with a broom. Oh my god. Telling him to get out. Uh, the guys are like, he's a, a canine unit police dog. And he's like, I don't care. Wow, Jesus. And chasing him out with a broom. Jesus. Um, yeah. Hates Hot Dog. Wants him to be dead, clearly. Wow. Um, Something meanwhile, here. Nancy and her goth friends have found a sarcophagus. And, and they're like, oh. oh. Look at this cool sarcophagus. Yeah. We should uh see if Myron will open it for us. And they're like, oh, what? no, he's just chasing that dog. Let's what? open it ourselves. What? What <laughs> yeah. museum in the world is just going to be like, yeah, let's open this sarcophagus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not available. Just go ahead and do it yourself. Yeah. So they open it. Yeah. And they find a living man inside. Oh, my God. In fact... The same man in the trench coat and fedora that was running away from the scene of the crime before. What the fuck? And they're like, it's the criminal. He was sneaking in to to steal more. Myron, we've got the thief. And he's like, I'm not the thief. Wait. And they, like, are grabbing him. Yeah. And then Nancy comes down the stairs. And I'm pretty sure she was in the room with them a minute ago. So I'm not sure where she went or when. Yeah. And she's like, he's right. He's not the thief. Hot Dog has tracked down the real thief. How does... Which Hot Dog was just beaten with a broom and kicked out of the museum. Where Where did did she go go to get that knowledge? (laughs) Up the stairs, apparently. (laughs) There's a lot up the stairs. And so, 
she reveals mm-hmm. that inside the museum's freezer okay. are all of the stolen items. Okay. Meaning that the thief must be Myron. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Myron's like, no, I'm not the thief. And then the goths grab him to prevent him from running away, I guess. And he's like, why would I steal my own possessions? That's crazy. And Archie's like, you saw how the crimes increased your business. That's why. And I, then, yeah, I mean, I guess they did. But, <laughs> but then Archie's like, I don't know who you are, though, other guy that's here. Yeah. And he's like, I just wanted to buy this business. What? I made an offer and Myron accepted it. But then he changed his mind when he saw how profitable it was. And when I suspected him, he locked me in the mummy's crypt. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. And then the cops lead him away, lead Myron away. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, um, You've been locked up in a crypt. Go to jail. <laughs> yeah. The cops lead Myron away, and then Archie's like, well, I guess you'll be able to get this museum for cheap now. <laughs> and then he sees Chuck making a sketch of Hot Dog, and the guy, I don't think he's ever named this hat guy, Yeah, is like, I'd like to have that sketch. And he's like, but why? Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, it will be the museum's main attraction, the one who solved the mystery of the robberies. <laughs> and they all look on in, like, joy, I guess. Interesting. Is that so it? So can that's we... It, huh? That's it. That's it. Wow, I But love can that. we please talk about if he... So, okay, the timeline yes. here is trench coat guy mm-hmm. was like, I want to buy this museum. Yes. Uh, can I buy it? And the guy was like, yeah, sure. But then at what point was he like, actually, I'll steal my own possessions and make it profitable? Also, why did he steal the first thing? Right. Like, okay, so they never really addressed the stealing (laughs) thing because he just flatly denied that and they didn't come back to it. Well, Um, okay, the premise Archie suggests is that he's the the robberies increase the. Like, visibility of the museum. So people were like, whoa, robberies at the museum, we all gotta go there. Right. But if he just (laughs) accidentally realized that the robberies made it profitable, why did he rob it in the first place? Right. And, like, Like, did he assume that would work? And did he do that in reaction to the guy offering to buy his business? Right, was he like, well, I don't want to sell him this painting, so I'll pretend it's stolen. Right, and then he said But, like, you could just say you can buy the business except for this painting. So, here's what my theory now is, that Archie did Mm -hmm. not at all get. It's that dude approached him (laughs) to buy the business. Uh, In reaction, Myron decided to steal his own things so that he wouldn't have to sell them with the business. Uh Uh-huh. Um, at this point, he saw that it was getting more profitable, decided not to sell, and told the guy, then locked him in the yeah. mummy's crypt. That seems yeah. to make sense. Now, see, that makes sense, and I feel like if they'd spent, like, two extra panels... They could have, yeah, laid They could have clarified right? that, yeah. instead of, like, I don't know, Nancy's goth revelation, or... Right, Chuck exactly. complaining about how he doesn't know what to draw. There was a lot of like. Why side couldn't stuff. they just start with like, let's go to the new monster museum? Why did they have to have like two pages of Chuck being like, I don't know how to draw anymore? Yeah, and that didn't even come into play at the end. Did no? It was the sketch of hot dog, I guess. Yeah, but he's always sketching shit. But yeah, exactly. Like that's like, just Chuck's character really trait. Is like, at any time he could be like, oh, I just sketched it. Right. Ah, uh, weird. Weird story. <laughs> so, Archie, save the day. Mm. Oh, actually, Hot Dog did. Interesting twist ending to that uh, Archie investigates there. I like the part where the guy beat Hot Dog with a broom. Yeah, that was pretty wild, That was man. pretty cool. Also, the part where he locked a dude in a sarcophagus. I know! That's like, they just... opened the sarcophagus, and he had those, like, bubbles around his head, you know? Like, he was woozy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, could he breathe in there? If it's, like, a legit sarcophagus, probably not. They Hopefully were meant to be, like, like airtight sarcophagus. so the mummy wouldn't, you know, decay the same. Yeah. Um, so, 
you know, now that we've gotten like a nice little interesting mystery story, I would like to return to a story we've been telling for a while. I've got Ooh. another episode of God. I do that every time. Issue. Of we were yep. Married we do life tenth anniversary for ya. Let's Fourth just make issue. a rule going forward. Issue an episode of the same word. It's true, honestly. In um, the context of this podcast, they yes. mean the same thing, guys. Don't at me. Yes. It's the Most same word. Definitely. Uh, to recap, I suppose, since we've gone through... Yeah, so what, which like, issue are we on now? We're on issue four. Um, okay. And we, yeah, last time we did number three. Uh, which included such events as Hiram's funeral. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, basically, the Lodge company approaching Veronica and telling her that ne- she needs to be the CEO now. Um, Ambrose is being, like, weirdly sweet to Midge, but in, like, a creepy way now, because um, he's bought into pot or juggies. Um and as their, like, angel investor, I guess. Uh, yes. So Ambrose, um, and is trying to make up to Midge after being kind of a heel to her before. Oh, um, yeah. And he seems to be still having evil intent. Um, at one point, the bee comes in and asks Betty to run for Congress. Um, demands it, doesn't he? Basically demands it. He was like, you should do this. And she was like, I'm not sure. And he was like, do it, Betty. Yeah. For all of us. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and then the very end was a party at Juggies. And Ron and Arch were having dinner. Cheryl butts in and talks about how Hiram was going to fund her campaign. Oh, yeah. And that she's going to hold Ron to her father's word. Which is not how that works, Cheryl. And then Betty comes over. Either it's over. in writing or it's not. Yeah, exactly. And Betty comes over and says to Cheryl, says like, hey, don't you dare. Um, and then announces to everyone she's running for Congress to oppose Cheryl. That was the end of Yeah. Um, and now we've got... The Betty um, versus Cheryl showdown we always wanted. Exactly. And now we have Archie ver- marries Betty. The Cooper Drews are heading back to New York after their quick visit to Riverdale. Um, they've got a little party. Um, and let's see... Aww. Reggie apologizes to Cheryl, and she blows him off, and Jug finds Midge and Moose at the bar, and he's getting all jealous. Then, for some reason, Ron is seemingly stalking uh, Betty. Weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, And Archie as well, but yeah, seemingly focused on Betty's schedule. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Moose. Oh, right, because weren't they like, uh, he's an out-of-work musician, he doesn't have a schedule. Exactly, yeah. Um, and then Moose goes to Hiram to ask, on Jug's behalf, to decrease his rent. Oh, yeah, and then he um, threatens him or something? Uh, Moose, yeah, he gets, he just gets aggressive and, like, hits the table, and then Hiram, I mean, that's like, pretty threatening. Yeah. Um, and no verbal threat, but there's a pretty big physical one. I mean, if somebody, like, hits the table in negotiations with you. Yeah. And that somebody is a giant man. That's true. Um, Hiram, like, fake agrees and then calls the paper and starts lying about how he's extorting them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Back to the Cooper Drews. They're at home basically ignoring Betty because he's found out he's got this, like, record deal. Um, She's talking about how she gave up her dream. Yeah, he's a huge dick. That's that was my note actually. Archie is a dick. Um, she's Classic talking about she gave Archie. up all her dreams of uh, event planning um, to support <laughs> his, and then he ignores her and runs out the door. Um, Arch meets with Donnie the K, who is this weird record label guy, and he uh, wants Archie on the road for a year. Before oh, yeah. his first album. Before he's released any music. Yes. Um, and he asks Archie what his decision is. And then you see Ron t- talking about getting what a lodge gets, what a lodge wants. Mm-hmm. Reggie is flying back to New York t- because he was told some weird stuff by Dilton. Um, yeah. And then you have Dilton watching Archie and Betty through the window 
and talking about timelines and consequences. And he's oh, watching yeah. a video of Betty from the other timeline. Um, so Dylan's got some weird timeline shit going exactly. on. Exactly. Um, and now everything, he says, everything depends on what happens here now. And it seems like it's a whole big deal, but I don't see how it really is. Sounds about So that right. was what we had leading up into this. Uh, and All it right, starts so now we're out, in number four. Yes, with a bang. Where, I don't know, they got from Pops to, uh, I guess, Betty's office. And Betty, Archie and Veronica are both rather upset that Betty is dropping them as clients because she's running for Congress. And they just keep accusing her of deserting them. They're like, you're deserting us. Betty Cooper, I've never been so mad at you. Um, this whole relationship is the most inappropriate so thing, weird. and I'm so upset by it. Betty um, kind of pleads to Archie to this try is, and... This is how Betty is the, the therapist, the couple's therapist for these two. Yes, yes. In the most grossly unethical therapy <laughs> relationship where they meet at fucking pop tapes for was therapy sessions. the most heinous part, right? Like, in a public place where people can just come up and talk to you or sit and listen, like, no. Not only a public place, like, your local fucking hangout. Where all your friends are always hanging out. Be like if my therapist was my ex-girlfriend and oh. also we went to the bar for therapy sessions and we're drinking. <laughs> That like, would be terrible. Oh, boy. What the fuck? Yeah. Betty? Ugh. Yeah. She kind of pleads to Archie to um, be reasonable, um, and Archie is also rough. He uh, accuses Betty of deserting them, and then they run out and slam the door, and she says, I'm putting Riverdale's best interests over my own. Um, and while they, Betty, or Archie, take, Betty. <laughs> I know, Archie and Veronica are leaving the house, um, Cheryl approaches them again and asks for Veronica's decision and says, if Lodge Industries does not support me, I will lose, um, basically. Um, and... Oh, and is Veronica gonna, like, vindictively support her because so, she's mad yeah. at Betty? <laughs> she says, me or Betty, and Archie says, sorry, Cheryl. Betty, at the same time, Veronica says, you. Um, and then they're like, so, ah! Yeah, and then it just cuts to the next day. Yeah, and this is where this gets really, really icky. Um, because we cut to Juggies, where Ambrose is moving this Ugh. giant piece of equipment. Yeah, I know. Um, making dumb jokes, and Minge is watching him. Um, and she's like, hey, you really helped a lot. Thank you. And he's like, I need to confess something. I'm doing it for you. And she's like, yes, for me and Jughead. And he's <laughs> like, Christ. no, I've fallen in love with you. I'm sorry, but I have. And then he says, if you leave Jughead, I'll free you from this hard life. Um, what the fuck does that mean? And understandably, Midge is upset. Uh, she's not going to divorce Jughead. And Ambrose is pleading the case that he can provide for her while Jughead cannot. Um, but this is where it gets the grossest because he threatens to walk away from the business, money and all, unless she leaves Jughead and goes along with Ambrose, I guess. Um, That's just I, not even an offer. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be purchased. Yeah. Uh, Ugh, and I bet it's going to be a whole fucking thing, right? Honestly, yeah. Anyway, you have Reggie and Moose watching, walking out of a bank uh, where they seem to have secured a loan for their business, thanks to Moose's help. Reggie is trying to be cocksure and, like, own it up, and then Moose is like, no. He's like, this was on me. And Reggie's like, you know what? You know, I've got to admit that. Um, yeah. And they go along... And come across, I guess, Ethel and Jade, uh, Archie and Veronica's daughter, or Archie. Oh. I don't know who, who this is. Archie and Veronica's, <laughs> yeah, I guess Archie and Veronica's daughter. <laughs> um, and who the fuck she. Who even knows? <laughs> um, they, Reggie talks to her, Moose talks to her, she thanks him for the talk he gave about bullying, um, because she was mm -hmm. being bullied and her words helped. Uh, Ethel talks about how she was bullied and Moose 
just says how he never thought of it as the way that way that I was the bully and you were the bully and then they look into each other's eyes and say maybe we should find out what we have in common and what? yes maybe and then that just cuts Moose and Ethel? Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Uh, cuts to the palatial Andrews home uh, where the couple is discussing and Veronica is going on a business trip and Archie is begging her to cancel and he's basically saying that, oh, you know, your dad's workaholic gene has kicked in. And then she's like, what about you? I've basically been a single parent for 10 years. And he's like, hey, your oh, father shit. made me. And she's like, don't play the victim here. You chose uh, that job and that was you, not dad. And yeah. he's just like, hey, the kids need you. And she's like, I have a million employees now. They need me too. And he accuses her oh, of... She's such a scumbag. No. He says, your first responsibility is to be with your family and friends. Best friends like Betty, a friend you just betrayed. Um, which she did. As a woman, your key. place is in the home, caring <laughs> for your family, and supporting your friends at the cost of your own mental health. I know. Um... And my job as a man is to go earn money. This is where Whip it gets my pretty dick good, around. <laughs> uh, he says, I don't know who you are anymore, Veronica. And she says, my own person. And he says, I feel like canceling our 10th anniversary party. And he, she's like, really? I feel like canceling all, our whole marriage with it. Cut to Juggies, where Jughead is talking oh. to Pop, who's sitting there drinking coffee. Um, and they are looking at how everyone in Riverdale is arguing and angry now. And they look at little Andrew, their Arch, uh, Archie and Veronica's son, who just looks like a baby Archie, uh, on his <laughs> phone. And he's sitting there on his phone just playing a game. And then Pop says, oh, this game he's playing. The people, the characters look like real people. And then Jughead's like, so what? And Pop says, no, I mean, like, real people here. And he grabs it, and it's just a bunch of characters who are all fighting each other that look like Archie characters. What um, the fuck? And he's like, what? Who could have done this? And Pop says, only the greatest genius mad scientist in the world. And Jughead realizes all of a sudden, it's Dilton who's been doing this, I guess. Making a game of... Wait... What? So it seems like the, he made a game of people fighting, people in Riverdale fighting each other. It sounds like a why. bad game. I know. You know, I was sitting down on Steam the other day, scrolling through my games, and sure. I was like, is there one that is all of my friends and family fighting each other? I've looked for it Because that's often. the vibes I need. Mm -hmm. I just want to see everyone I know and love beat the shit out of each other for my amusement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe... Some, like, heart-wrenching revelations and some, like, Oof. really, really violent outbursts. That's actually giving me, like, legitimate Ajda. <laughs> like, just like, ooh. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's not do that game. That sounds terrible. Um, yeah. We end there. That is where that uh, issue ends. And we go oh, now shit. to the Archie and Betty universe. Timeline, whatever. Okay. Um, and we are yeah. in the midst of an argument at the Cooper Drew household um, where... Betty is upset that Archie wants to choose this music career over his yeah, family. Yeah, he's going to go on tour yeah. for a full year. Um, she's like, you know... Do they have kids? They do. They have, like, two or three, I think. Um, okay. They at least have more than one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Basically, Betty is very upset because she's been supporting him forever, and she's sacrificed... So would she then be expected to be a full-time, like, work full-time to support them and also provide all of the child care? Presumably. Like, is he going to be sending money home so she doesn't have to work? I assume not. I would assume not. Yeah. I and assume this like shady, weird record deal is, like, <laughs> you get on tour for a solid year at no cost for no money. Yeah, exactly. And then it will give you a record. They need to see if you're worth we it. We won't help advertise it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, can work for experience and exposure perhaps mm -hmm. yeah um, she is sacrificed her own dreams so that she could keep them all afloat 
Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, that was your choice. I oh, chose, Jesus. and she says, marriage and children. Um, and she tells him to grow up and accept responsibility um, and to pursue his dreams on the side, which he refuses to do. And she just lists off all the things that they'll be giving up. Um, and he's, it's his last chance. And he needs to do this now to get all the money to pay for all the things they need. And he's just like, you know, i am been on the cusp of success and you don't believe in me. Um, and Jesus. she just wants them, wants him to believe in them. We cut to Veronica in her limo, I guess, uh, town car, whatever, uh, with her assistant, like fixing up her hair, gets out. Mm-hmm. She's in New York walking down the street and she's like, oh, I would take successful talking to herself how she's not going to take no for an answer. It's going to happen. And... Mm-hmm. Reggie's like on the phone hiding behind a light post and he's like I was right to follow her she's here Dilton Veronica's here for Archie and then we see Veronica running into Betty and they hug and uh they decide to go get coffee and Good. yeah Bet- Veronica also says she has an offer she can't refuse it's a very serious look on her face too now, meanwhile, in Riverdale, we cut to Lodge Industries, where Mr. Lodge is talking to Who Dilton. Who's alive in this time? For some line. reason. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Bizarrely. talking to Dilton and asking about, you know, you seem like you're from the future. And he's like, no, not the future. And uh, Dilton tells him he's from a parallel universe. More like a multiverse, really. And... Mr. Lodge is like, cool. <laughs> he says, Got well, that's it. depressing. Um, because <laughs> he finds out there's more than one universe with Archie, I guess. Um, Fair. He talks about how he always used to trust Dilton because he's a smart man and a smart kid. Um, and he said, apparently, that Dilton told him to be harsh on Moose and Jughead and Midge. For some reason. Um, huh. And he t- brings up the Weird. fact that these conflicts that have been instigated recently are basically due to Dilton's involvement in the world. Um, and he asks him why. And basically, Dilton says that he needs to somehow reverse the polarity of... So he says both universe have Amer- universes have what? Americas that have been become unfriendly, dark, polarized <laughs> friends turning on friends we need to reverse that polarity is this how we describe america unfriendly yeah friends turning upon friends <laughs> very much so yeah you know it megan it's just a blighted uh. wasteland out here. um and then he talks wrong. about how the by putting their friendships to the test he can prove that similarities outweigh differences and they can make each place at which point mr lodge cuts him off and just blame accuses him of being like a dunce for trying to f- pursue like this uh kind of paradise basically he's going for like this happiest place on earth kind of thing um I think he's like arguing with multiple timelines guy i know honestly right either you believe him that he's smart enough he can like manipulate and understand ti- multiple different like parallel universes mm-hmm. or you think he's an insane person and why argue with him <laughs> it's a good point honestly <laughs> um he tells dilton to just basically leave everything alone um and that everything will sort itself out without his own manipulation um why do you think and... you know better than the parallel universe guy because <sighs> he's a an old white man with money uh... maybe <laughs> um, i mean true Dilton the says man he in needs the world. to do. Yeah, it's true. Um, Dilton says he needs to do something, and Mister Lodge tells him to go get a malt because that's sometimes the answer to everything, um, which I don't get. Um, <laughs> you it's have very not Archie, like Mister Lodge to say that. I know, right? Um, you now have Betty and Veronica getting coffee, talking about. Um, basically Betty's filling in Veronica on the Archie situation and Veronica tells her that she 
wants to be the money for the party planning business. Um, yeah, I was hoping says, this was it. You'll be terrific at it. I want you to be, I want to be your partner. I'll put up the money. You run it. Um, and Betty says, well, Ronnie, thank you, but my answer is no. She's, I won't accept God your charity. And oh. Ronick says, charity? I believe in you. I see a real money maker here. I'm making an investment, not some charitable contribution. At which Thank point you, Betty Veronica. accepts and they hug. Um, which is very nice. And Reggie happens upon them and he's like, I don't want to intrude. Um, but I, and he, <laughs> Betty says, Oh, Reggie, what a coincidence. And Veronica's like, I don't think so. And uh, Reggie's <laughs> like, Oh, what? You're accusing? No, you're right. I followed you here. <laughs> and Betty's like, <laughs> well, what? he's honest. I know. And he's like, no more bull. No more Mr. Wise Guy. I was paranoid and Dilton was pushing me towards it. And he must have used some science to make me do whatever he suggested. <laughs> like fight with poor Jughead. Um, yeah, it sounds like Dilton. Yeah, but he takes the blame. And he apologizes to Veronica and to Betty. And Betty says, it wasn't your fault, Reggie. Well, maybe it was a little or a lot. Um, and then Veronica is very poised to go find Dilton now and figure out what the hell he's doing. Yeah. Meanwhile, we cut to Archie at the top of Times Square, I guess. Um, and he's in the record building, uh, record mm -hmm. label building. And this guy is Donnie K, I think. Donnie the K. Um, is up yeah. behind him and he's like, this will be the biggest contract you've ever signed. Ha ha ha. I'll give you everything. I mean everything. And then he basically just says, you know, Archie's like, oh, I should uh, have my attorney look at this. And he's like, oh, you know, you have the money to afford an attorney to look at this. And Archie's basically cowed out of doing that. And this dude basically is just strong arming Archie into signing right now. Sign the contract now or go scram and go drive Uber till your kids finish college. Does he say that? He does. Um Damn. Yeah. Um and then we just get this last panel. I do have to show this to you. Um with the record execs standing in the uh -huh. background looking like demons. So yeah, um, we see three silhouettes yeah. with their, is it their eyes and wide smiles. Yes. Uh, like, visible yeah. and like blue. And they seem to be like very angular, kind of like pointy mouth ears almost. Uh, and Archie's hand is poised over the it's signature It's very uh, line. little mermaid. And that's it. Uh, that's our uh, fourth issue. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, it is, honestly. Like the damned or the Ursula. lost souls. Yeah. Yeah, lost Very good. souls. Huh. Well, there you go. And yeah, that was a pretty intense one, man. What a wild fucking ride this is. This, like, Ambrose bullshit that they're pulling in now. I flipped through the Archie um, married life that I borrowed from you. And I forgot mm -hmm. that there's, like, a whole storyline where Archie finds Ambrose in New York City, like, working in this little diner. Um, oh, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, like, stumble into it in the middle of the night or something? And there's a rainstorm, if I think I remember correctly. But, yeah, yeah. so now he's basically the what, devil. extorting Midge into a relationship, um, into a marriage, I guess, and a divorce. Yeah. Yeah, so... His take, Ambrose's take here mm -hmm. is, Midge, I'm in love with you. Leave your husband and marry me. Yes. And I will not walk away from the small business that you and your husband cherish and love. Basically. Financially he, ruining it. What he says is, um, Fuck if, me you, for money. if you say no, I will be too heartbroken. It'll be too hard to stay. And I'll have to leave. Uh, money and everything, and Jughead's business would be a folly, or whatever. It's fair to not want to work with someone that's rejected you. Yeah. But if you start working with somebody on the premise of, like, I'm in love with this person, I want to get close to them, mm -hmm. and then you frame it in that way that you're like, you're not like, I understand your decision, you know, I have to do what's best for me. Right. You're like... Gosh, I sure would hate to be forced to ruin your livelihood. Right. Don't give me a reason. I know. It's like literally holding someone over a barrel. Mm -hmm. You know, just 
Ugh. What a piece of shit. I know. So gross. He's worse than Archie. Honestly, right? Like, Archie has... The... And Archie's fucking terrible in this. Yeah, he really is. He Archie's at least just... is, like, selfish and stupid, and this guy is, like, exactly. actually evil. Yeah, Archie seems just because it's because he's stupid, whereas mm-hmm. Ambrose is, like, actively, consciously being evil. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Rough stuff. What a fucking trip. There's 12 issues of this stuff, Oh my so god. We're gonna be in it gonna for take a while, us five man. years to get through yeah. this. We're gonna We've just keep one, chipping like, away. Every seven episodes. I just keep forgetting that we have them to do. Um, yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. There, there are only six. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, we uh, we're getting near the end of it. I thought it was a maxi series. It's a mini series. Cool. Well, it's a hell of a ride. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think that brings us about to the end of our time here today. Now, folks. do you know that because your cat is screaming at you? That's part of it. You can hear that, huh? I can hear that. Yeah, I hope our listeners can. He's a noisy boy, um, and he he seems to be very playful. Right now. He might want some food too. The food isn't here. Um, but yeah, that <laughs> that brings us to the end of our time. Um, and I just want to say. Again, to everyone, thank you for tuning in. As always, you can find us uh, all over the website, but the best spot to find everything all in one place is our website. Mm-hmm. com. You got it. And uh, we've also got an email. That's the only thing that's not on the website. Uh, that is yeah. RiverdaleHighAVClub at gmail.com. That's it. So yeah, please tell a friend about the show. Tell them your favorite episode, or if you're watching Riverdale. Uh, we just did our wrap-up of that first season, so it's a great spot to jump in. Yeah, um, you can listen to our whole review of season one, episode by episode, and then our in-season wrap-up finale. And, uh, yeah, as always, uh, I've been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we'll see you at lunch. Bye. Bye. The, okay, so <laughs> your video froze for a quick second, and then Charlie <laughs> just appeared <laughs> next to you. It was quite good.